You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby, and on today's episode, I am welcomed not only by the one, but the only. Her name is Gabriela Lopez Acosta. That's me. That's hey, her. That's my full government. Don't, don't give her the government don't name. Don't give the government name. This is Gabby Lopez. Um, for many of you who are familiar with her office, Gabby Lopez has been a um, employee slash team member for a year and some change. Gabby has um, literally grown up a little bit in our office and um, now she's doing a couple of her own things on the side and we're all really really proud of her and I am um, so excited for her to jump on here real quick and tell her story and kind of even plug a few things that you're doing in your local community Gabby thank you for coming in well thanks for the invite Mr. Sean Kirby you know um, I'm gonna pretend like I invited you but um, let's be honest to our listeners we are in fact out of internet at our office it is a Monday at four roughly 430 yeah 422 and there is no internet so we decided because I um, I went ahead and splurged on some new equipment to not only test it out together but um, Take an opportunity to highlight somebody in our office as well as um, one of the best people I know. So, Gabby. Yes. Um, I won't say how old are you, but how old are you? Well, I just turned 20 um, on the 2nd of August of this year. Heck yeah. What do you do for a living? Oh, you know, I work at the performance performance group. Uh-huh. Um, so, what I do is, you know, I sell insurance whenever, whenever there's a chance to. Heck yeah. Um, 95% of the time, I um, service clients, uh, whatever they need help with, wherever I need to go in and yell, whoever needs to yell at, that's kind of what <laughs> I do for them. Um, but like you said, some stuff that I do on the side, um, I do have my own podcast called Young Dinero, thanks to um, Sean Kirby, who kind of influenced me into, <laughs> influenced me into doing this. Um, no, but... Yeah, that's really what I do here. Yeah. I kind of ran into like my little. No, you're fine. Yeah. Tell, tell you, you, um, you've came a long way. So when you got here, um, you know, technically I think you're, you, you were hired as a uh, customer service representative yeah. and then we said all other duties as assigned. And I think you would be the first person to tell anybody that, um, there's a lot of other duties. Oh yeah. A lot. Is it, um, you know, you were a year and some change into it. Is it exactly what you thought it would be? No. Um, well, like you said, originally I was just supposed to be a customer rep, um, just answering the phone. And now I do almost about everything else except for everything else that we do here that like taxes and stuff like that. But you've come a long way, but we will get there. It's only year one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just wait until we get to year two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifty. 10, 50. <laughs> you think you get to year 50 kid? Oh, Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> Liar. I don't, <laughs> don't mean that at all. I don't lie. Um, so let's kind of talk about your background, um, where you're from, and then what you were seeing yourself, um, what you thought you were going to end up doing straight out of school. Um, and then we can kind of, you know, expand from that. So I was, well, I was born in Indianapolis, but raised in Anderson. I've lived in Anderson my whole life. Um, I went to Anderson High School, graduated class of 2020. You know, that really was a really bad experience for us. You know, 12 years of going to school and we didn't even get to walk the stage. So it was really, everything just started off as a big disappointment after I graduated. So it was just kind of like downhill after that. No, but after I graduated, um, I I had ideas, thoughts of being a dental assistant, which, um, you know, kind of didn't really fall through with me uh, because I was just like, okay, I don't really know if this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, so I think I'll just take a gap year and just work and kind of figure out what it is that I want to do with my life, um, which is really hard because, you know, being so young, um, you, you being so young, deciding what you want to do for the rest of your life is a kind of a really hard thing to do. Um, so that's why I took that gap year, and then after that, um, I kind of fell into this job and then be- eventually became an agent, which really was nothing, had nothing to do with what I had planned. But, you know, um, things happen for a reason, and I think right now I'm in a really good spot. Um, I've learned so many things in the one year, one year that I've been here, and, you know, I'm really grateful for that. Um, and it really, you can never really stop learning in this industry because you learn something new every day, whether it's from experience or whether it's from something that you read online or someone that you meet, really, because you never know who you're going to meet in this industry or what you're going to talk about or what they're going to teach you. Um, but that's really the rundown of how um, everything went for me after high school. Yeah. Um, kind of speak to why, and I think there's a lot of people in your position, especially young people, why you thought that you had to have everything figured out. Well, that's just what school teaches you. When you're in high school, they're like, oh, you got to fill out fast, FAFSA. Oh, you got to... Um, FAFSA. I can't say that word. FAFSA? FAFSA. I don't even know how it's spelled. It's FAFSA. an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> I know Financial what you're aid. At. Financial yeah. aid. Yeah, so uh, they tell you that you got to fill out a FAFSA, go to school. You, yep. They tell you, oh, you got to apply to your top five colleges, top ten colleges, see where you get accepted. Um and that's really all they do. They just lead you up until that point, and then when you're there, you kind of have to figure it out yourself. They just throw you out there. They really don't teach you a lot about life, about life. Like, that's just something that you figure out after you graduate. And even in college, a lot of college students don't really know the big parts of life. All they, all they know really is going to school and doing homework, really. They really don't learn about the real life after they graduate until after they graduate. So that's kind of really tough. So I feel like high schools don't really prepare students for what's going to happen after that. How could they better prepare those students I as a young person? As a young person. As a Gen Z. Because <laughs> um, at the end of the day, your podcast is what? Um, my podcast is a message for Gen Z. A resource. A resource for, for Gen, Gen Z. Z. What is the name of your podcast? Just so we can plug it now just in case somebody doesn't listen to the end of this thing. So Which, <laughs> listeners, I would prefer that you listen to the whole thing, but I understand we're all busy people. Right. You don't want to listen to an hour-long podcast because I know I wouldn't want to. So what's the name of your podcast then? Um, my The name of the podcast is called Young Dinero, which Dinero stands for money. So really young money um, because that's really what, what Gen Z is all about. Really about money, but with young folks. 
Yeah, it's all about figuring it out. Yeah. So um, back back to it. Uh, what could the school system do better to um, either push kids towards showing them there's options or pushing kids towards um, at least you know looking uh, past certain horizons? So I think because you felt like you were a failure when you took a gap year. Um, not necessarily a failure. Okay, I just well, then I take that back. You're not a failure. <laughs> don't don't let me put words <laughs> in your mouth. No, uh, well, I felt like, you know, I didn't have it figured out still. And, you know, after high school, you would think that you have it all figured out. Oh, I'm going to go to this college. I'm going to study this. And then I'm going to do this, go to graduate, go get a job, whatever. But, no, um, I think that schools need to implement more real-life classes and skills. Like, they don't really teach you about uh, taxes and what you need to do to file a tax return and what you need to file a tax return. They don't tell you how insurance works. You know, I mean, they don't tell you that um, they just don't teach you really how to manage money in in a in a smart way. And then also, I mean, you know, Anderson High School had a D26 career program, but it only had like certain careers like uh, they had the dentistry, vets, welding, stuff like that. But, you know, that's just still provides good secondary yeah. options. Yeah. I do think that they do that better than most high schools. Yeah. Especially locally in Madison County. I, I, I do want to applaud um, ACS for that. Yeah, they had the EMT class, a CNA class that you could take in high school and just be certified straight out of high school and find a job doing uh, whatever that it's is. It's huge. Yeah. Um, but I think I Imagine think if you could get start. your insurance license at 18 years old. Oh, wait. They don't really teach you about that stuff. You so got like your insurance license when you were 18 years old. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. 19. No, 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 yeah. Oh, no, I, I guess 19. you got hired on when you were 19. Yeah, it's a good point. I was Your 18 in August, yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, probably the youngest in the state, guys. You want me to hit the applause button again? No, that's too far. Let's yeah, just take the applause right here. Um, I will say to all those people that are listening, um, you may have noticed that the audio quality of this episode is much better than what we've had in the past. It is an absolute banger of a system we were sitting in here during lunch and just put our headphones on and listen to each other talk to each other (laughs) while we were eating our food and plus uh we do have um some other little like hit pieces that we can hit on the side with this little beatbox so i'm gonna hit him (laughs) imagine yeah only it was right here yeah i love that thing didn't yeah so talk to me about um your podcast. So what made you want to start a podcast? Uh, why did you pick Gen Z? Um, who have you had on? What sort of episodes have you done in the past? Why should people listen? Why should they push their kids to it? Who do you want on the future? I asked you 11 questions. Just pick them out and kind of talk to me about Young De Niro. Okay. So Young De Niro is, um, for, well, originally it was just like a, it was really started off as a joke. Really, when we talked about it, I just I just pulled Young Dinero out of my freaking brain, and then just it, it came. It really actually became a podcast that I actually make today. Um, but really, the reason I started it or kept going through with it was because I knew that um, Gen Z, there's no um, educational voice when it comes to stuff like insurance and taxes and financial questions and stuff like that. There's n- really no one around to really teach young kids or young um, adolescents or adults, um, how how that stuff works. Because um, when I first started and I released my first episode, 
I've had a lot of questions um, of people asking me, you know, how does insurance work? Like, what does this mean? Um, am I am I fully covered? Uh, just really basic questions that, um, you know, I have the answer to. So I felt like, um, why not put it into a podcast where people can just go listen and for the answer? Um, so I think that was just a start for a really good resource to educate people my age, more so my age because, you know, they're, they're not living under their parents' roof. Most of them, or some of them are, but they still don't really know what it's like out there because, you know, they're so dependent on their parents. Um, but uh, on my first episode, I had a friend who um, is 19 and got his real estate license coming out of the military. So, you know, he had it really, he had it going as well as he does, as well as I do for myself, so I thought he would be a really good person to put on first because that way we could both, um, in a sense, educate um, people our age and, you know, not ne- and encourage them, and, you know, you don't have to necessarily go to high school to be successful or you don't have to go to high school, I mean, college to do all this, to be successful, basically, um, and kind of really encourage them to believe in themselves and put, to put stuff in motion with ideas and um, writing stuff down. So that was kind of the purpose of the first episode, him explaining his journey and then me explaining mine with the performance group. It it was similar but different, which is good in a way. And, you know, I think putting our voices together um, and putting it out as a resource for people is a really good thing for them so that way they don't feel discouraged when they feel like how I did when I graduated, not knowing what you want to do and not knowing that there's back roads um, to the whole life thing and getting licenses and degrees and stuff like that. So that's really the whole purpose of that. Um, and I would say so far it's going really good. I've gotten a lot of feedback from um, young people. I even had some peop- some grown folks that tell me that um, it, it, it's going to be a really big thing if I just keep doing it. Um, I would say a challenge in that is kind of really finding topics that Gen Z is really interested in listening to. Um, it, it doesn't always necessarily have to be about education sometimes it could just be more so about like real life experiences instead of education which in a way it's is educating but um not necessarily education quote unquote yeah i think there's both um formal and informal education in that aspect yeah. like uh, those storytelling you're gonna learn a lot from somebody else's did you hear that yeah. you learn a lot more from people's um experiences because you can at least you can put the yourself in those shoes rather than you know textbook learning's not meant for everybody's yeah. brain. I know personally that's not how my brain is wired, so I do love... That's part of the reason I have the Performance Group podcast is I enjoy talking to business owners about their experiences, not only to hear from them, but to learn for myself and to educate my listeners and our listeners to you know the, the experiences a, a small business owner has to go through, whether that's good, bad, or the ugly. Um, they're still here today saying, hey, I want to I work for myself. Um, and I love my family and all those other things that they do. So I, I think that um, getting young people on to talk about their experiences, even if they don't have a long time on this earth, mm-hmm. they still have really good things to say. And I think Gen Z responds really well to that. So I, I applaud you for doing that. People love that. So um, Gabby. Yes. What's next? That's a good question. Um, you know, I never really know what's next, honestly. Okay. I just think of it, sometimes <laughs> I just think of it overnight or through the day, or I just look some stuff up to get ideas, and then I just come up with something, and then I try to get it rolling. 
Um, I would say the biggest issue for me is consistency. Just because, you know, I really don't have an excuse. I really don't. I have all the time in the world, but um, I don't know. Sometimes I just get in my own head and just get in the way of my own my own. Yeah, stuff. let's talk about confidence. Um, okay. Do you feel like you struggle with confidence? Um, in certain aspects. Is that the to, reason that you don't like to post? To Well, no. I, I wouldn't say that I'm not confident. I would say that I'm more of, I, I try to make it as perfect as possible and that's kind of my perfectionist yeah and i think that's kind of my problem because i worry what if this what if that what if a lot of what what if what um what if people think what if nobody listens to it well even if they don't listen to it someone is bound to listen to it so then let me ask you this is it worse that somebody doesn't listen to it or is it worse that somebody listens to it and doesn't think it's perfect it's worse that someone doesn't listen to it honestly so if you don't post it are they listening to it no and that's kind of where I'm at, too. Um, but, yeah, consistency is a really big thing. You know, going back and editing, going back and back and forth, transferring the audio, transferring the video, and all this other You've stuff. You've learned a lot. You're yeah. really good at it. I like your episodes. Gracias. Mm-hmm. Nada. <laughs> no, but, you know, guys, I'm trying. And, you know, they don't really know how, how hard it is until they're actually doing it. You know, I could probably name a handful of people that I know are do- that are doing podcasts right now. So What? It's, a hand, well, that I know personally that are doing. I know podcasts. nobody. What do you? Are they are they good podcasts? What are they podcasting mm-hmm. about? That's well, awesome. Well, did you John did you put him on? Oh, is he? He is. He's also doing a Gen Z one. Heck yeah. Yeah, but he's a very big motivational speaker, so I'm sure that's probably what he's he's leaning more towards. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple girls that um, they go to Purdue, I think, and they have a podcast called. Cornfield Confessions, which is actually really, really nice because, you know, they live in Indiana, and that's all there is here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's like three people. I don't really know. Yeah, a handful. Yeah. You fit three you know, in your hand. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Well, then that's fun. All my age, I think, or a little bit older. Yeah, everybody's just looking for a creative outlet. Yep. Or sometimes they just do it for fun. There you go. So what do you think about the insurance business? Is it what you thought it would be? No, because I didn't know anything. About insurance bef- until I started working here. What? What? what all right. So uh, close your eyes. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say the word insurance, and I want you to respond to me the first word you think of when you were before you worked here. Okay. Can you think like that? Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. Insurance. Accident. Okay. Why? Why accident? Because that's what insurance is here for. Okay, close your eyes again. I want Gabby right now. I want you to answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you ready? Okay. First word. Insurance. Is this like an after one? Uh, Yeah, this is the after part. Okay. (laughs) You ready? This is today, Gabby. All right. Should I say it again? Insurance. Assets. Okay. Why? That's what it's protecting. There you go. That's it. That's all. That's a positive out- outlook on it. You know, accident seems like um, it's scary. It's intimidating. And then assets feels like something you protection. better have. Yeah, like protection. Mm-hmm. All right. So close your eyes again. This was fun. Let's do another one. Okay. All right. You ready? Close your eyes. I want 2019 Gabby to answer this. Okay. Okay. Taxes. Money. All right. 2021 Gabby. Current Gabby. Taxes. Financial 
return. Interesting. Don't <laughs> tell me what you mean by that one. <laughs> well, from what I know from this year, really what I think about is the stimulus money when I think about taxes because that's a lot of that's what we really worked a lot with this mm-hmm. year. It was a weird year. Yeah, with the rebates and stuff like that. So that's really kind of what pulled out at the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. This year really was an odd year for tax. Obviously, anybody who um, was an American taxpayer in the last year realized that we did, um, as long as you met certain income thresholds, receive stimulus payments, which were just upfront payments paid by the federal government that then they double checked with a cover rebate on your 2020 tax return. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, most people won't say anything nice when they hear that word. So nice to hear that you thought of financial. Return. 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 <laughs> so th- there is a misconception with the idea that taxes are somehow a return. Um, you're just getting your own money back at an interest-free loan from the federal government. So please know that to my friends and any adult yes, person. Yes. All right, close your eyes. Okay. Generation Z. Social media. Is that now or later? Always. Always. So when you think of Gen Z, you think of social media. Mm -hmm. Because that's really where they have a, they really have a voice on social media, I think. When you say that they have a voice, you mean that's where they're the loudest? Yes. Well, to an extent, I guess, you know, well, really, yeah, that's it. If someone's doing good in the world, they post it on social media and that's how the whole freaking world knows What if they're doing bad in the world? Do they post that on social media? Yes. Well, oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. I, I've got the whiners and criters on my page. Yeah, it's an amplifier, right? It's a megaphone to those who don't have one. And to say that I'm not one of those in the sense that I have literally a megaphone in front of my face as I speak into it and then post it for other people to listen to, I would be, right? <laughs> yeah. And I post it on my social media so people listen to it. I agree with that. I agree with that. It is a, um, it's an interesting landscape that I, I don't know how long-term that's going to... Um, impact young people if their entire life has been spent being amplified you know as human beings we are designed over millions and millions of years human beings were in small herds and groups of at a max 140 people and that's how your body is concentrated to like feel i'm supposed to be part of a tribe it's 140 people is who i love and the people i can take care of and anything over that freaks people out because it, now you're you're too extended control. yeah so social media i mean i know for a fact i have way more than 140 friends but my tribe if you were to you know go through my friends list and say who who's your tribe that's probably a little bit closer i think that that amplification can be kind of it can be wonky on your heart because you're saying not a lot there's not enough people part of your life but you have more than enough mm-hmm. especially now even people you don't know yeah, then you have too much. Mm-hmm. You want to pull back the reins a little bit on that. But then again, the more people you know. It's who you know now, what you yeah. know. Yeah. The social ladder. Yeah, because you never know what kind of in a quote-unquote power or knowledge somebody knows. Yeah, and I think um, especially when it comes to resources like your own podcast, 
it's going to help you develop relationships with people that um, can be resourceful for the listeners. And it allows you to reach a lot more people. So just as much as the amplification can cause um, internal disruption or whatever I wanted to, whatever I was trying to get up my point across is I think it does do a lot of good um, because it does allow you to reach a heck of a lot more people than with good information. Mm-hmm. As long as I feel like if you're using your social status for good, I think that's the, that's the important part. And you know, today it's really easy to post your business out. Like it takes one post. It takes it. All it takes is the right person to see your post. And you know, you're just moving forward from there, which really, um, a lot of people rely on that stuff, like posting stuff just to make it go viral, hoping that the right person will see it and hoping that they will just get a check one day or get contracted by someone or something like that. You know, props to them because, you know, having faith is a big part of being successful in the in the, in the the world, really, in real life. But social media just made it a really, really easy way to make people famous and to make people known for what they do or what they say. Which, if, like, for example, if I just posted my podcast, say it was a really, really touching episode or educational episode, um, and I just posted it on Twitter or something like that, and everyone retweeted it, it wouldn't take long. Bef- it wouldn't take too long before the right person hears it and reaches out to me and tries to do business with me po- on a podcast level. So, in a sense, social media is a good thing when it comes to marketing and stuff like that because you do have more range online and more people can see it. Um, rather than just posting it on a newspaper or on an ad or something like that. So social media is very, very powerful in the good and in the bad, I would say. So um, something that especially a lot of the listeners of this podcast probably don't talk about or um, don't really think about would be the marketing aspect of a personal brand. Um, Talk to me about how young people have been curating a personal brand. I mean, most of you since middle school. I've had social media since middle school, and that's truly is a curation of a personal brand from a very early stage in life. And then how you can use that to um, go for certain things in your professional life. So building your personal brand, I mean, really, it's kind of really your personality out there, you connecting with people or people that can relate to you on an emotional sense or on a mental sense. It's really, hold on, run that question by me one more time. That was me in reverse. Um, <laughs> so, or as, as Generation Z has curated these brands or the, these long-term social media president or presidents, 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 oh my goodness. Um, talk to me about how young people or Generation Z are using their personal brand to impact um, their professional future or their professional life. Okay, so yeah. Positively. Uh, positive. <laughs> Not bad tweets okay. coming um, No, but yeah, it's really about exposure, making tweets, making certain amounts of tweets every day, um, posting about certain stuff that they want to lean towards for their future business or whatever it is that they're working for in the future. Really just starting off small, starting off with a couple tweets a day or starting off with a couple posts a day or in a week and then really going from there. Um, I think that s- when people see that they are actually really trying and really putting forth the effort to really go, to really go out there and like expose themselves, because you know people don't have a lot of confidence or enough confidence to put their 
their business out there or their, cause like, you know, people are afraid of failure. People are afraid that others will see their failure too. And it's like, um, if you don't fail, you don't learn. And people are just really scared of that stuff. And people are scared to be talked about, which, you know, it's just something that you can't escape because this is just how humans are. People just talk about other people and it's just inevitable really. But to form their brands, 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 <laughs> to form their brands, I cannot say that word. Sorry, I couldn't say presence. Pres- pres- I couldn't say that brands. other word that I was trying <laughs> to say earlier. Um, but to presence. form their brand, it takes a lot of creativity and it takes a lot of um, wanting, wanting to really want the, wanting to really want that for yourself. You have to really want it for yourself in order for it to get pushed in order for it to really go go viral in a sense or for people to or for people to share what you're posting but you also have to have a good connection with your social platform if you don't if you just go on your twitter and just talk stuff every day um you know judging people or all this other stuff you know as soon the moment you try to put your business out there people aren't going to support you because they know they can see what type of person you are so really putting a positive impact on social media starts starts the growth of um, a connection with, with your social media platform. I hope I answered that right. No, I think you did an awesome job. And I, I, I think that there's some people that need to take the time to sit down and say, you know, my personal brand is an extension of my professional business because at the end of the day, your personal brand is a extension of everything you do because people can find out anything and everything about you on the internet. And that, that culmination of all of these, this information that you've been posting, that is a tool. Um, and it can be a good tool or a bad tool. And by that, I mean that that thing is working 24, seven, 365. If you aren't there and somebody sees a, a mean tweet or whatever, they're going to go, Ooh, do I really want to do business with that person? Yep. Or if they see every single thing you do is positive, uplifting, emotional, inspirational, you, you're, you're a, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships type of person where you're trying to bring up people with you. You're trying to go after it and they see how hard you're working. You're going to, you're going to sell stuff in your sleep because there's somebody else that's not, not sleeping. They find you online. Um, and it's really easy for people to find you online when you're promoting yourself all the time. Yeah. So there's, there, there's, there's this such a positive thing behind social media. If you want it to be there. Um, and, and it gets so lost. It's that, you know, 80-20 rule where, you know, you got the 20 at the percent's the loudest, but they're also the meanest, where the 80% of us are just trying to do good things. So if you can just push that positivity up a little bit and say, hey, you know, we're all in this together. We're all just trying to make a living. Let's go have fun. Let's, you know, do all these things. Let's support our community. There's a local charity. Let's, you know, buy these kids some shoes and underwear and all that. So I, I think that there's so much power behind a personal brand that, especially with these young people that have been these young kids, um, I'm a millennial by one year, so I'm almost Generation Z. Um, there, there, there's, there's so much that you're already ahead, even though that you think you're too far behind. Especially when you see only the good parts of people's lives, you can sometimes only see the good things that are going on and you don't realize everybody's having the same failures. Until people really have enough confidence to start sharing their failures, and then you, now you don't feel like you're the only one. You can resonate with people if you tell people the truth. Yep. 
And really, it's not that hard to tell the truth. I mean, nobody's perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. Everyone has a downfall. It's just how it goes. Um, mm -hmm. There's no avoiding it, really. And, you know, we try to make everything so perfect for ourselves, but it's just never going to go that way, ever. Yeah, and I think if you look at it, even from a small business sense, talking about, um, you know, the Performance Group podcast and, you know, who, who we're trying to reach, it's, it's small business owners and individuals that are interested in small business owners and want to hear the stories of small business owners. Small businesses fail at a higher rate than any other, you know, entity in the world, but people start one every single day. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people start a business every single day with the, with the idea that 90% of them will not make it. But everybody wants to be their own boss or they want to feel like they created something or they want to, you know, put themselves and their family in a different light. And um, if you're not a supporter of that, then maybe you need to look in the mirror and say, you know, what am I trying to do? You know, oh, well, what what light do I want to shine? I want to help. Yeah. So uh, to, to the people listening to this, I, I love you to death. Um, I want you to know that we support you, um, whether you're a business owner, a business professional, you know, anybody and everybody. And um, we're grateful for you. We're thankful that you listened to all 33 minutes of this while we were waiting for our internet to come on. And it never did. Um, Gabriela Lopez, do you have any closing remarks to um, our listeners today? Um, well, thanks so much for listening. Um, feel free to always tune into my podcast as well. I only have two episodes out right now, but you know, magic is in the works. You magic know, nothing, is in the works. Nothing. We got some new equipment, so I'm sure Gabby's <laughs> going to use the doggone heck out of it. Yeah, I'm going to sing into the mic in two seconds. Ready? I'm just kidding. One, two. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> sing, 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 sing. <laughs> so thank you guys. We appreciate you and look forward to better audio on the Performance Group Podcast. <laughs> Play us out, Sean. See ya. Hey guys, thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group Podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.